Hello and welcome to Criticism is Dead, a weekly culture podcast about what we're watching and what it all means, if it means anything at all. I'm Pelinkeskin Lewis, screenwriter and producer. I'm Jenny Jijong, a culture writer and critic. This is Succession Sendoff, our special series following along Succession's fourth and final season. And today we are talking about episode seven, Tailgate Party. Hell Jenny, yes. what's a tailgate party? Like, Oh, well, for anyone who is not a yank i guess <laughs> it's a very special part of american and specifically american like football culture oh you know okay. basically before the event happens uh, often traditionally it's been like you know you hang around in in like the stadium part parking lot and and every like everyone's pickup trucks drinking beer and having like oh i think i've seen there. some of these yeah or or yeah. now generally it's just like a sort of pre-party before the big party uh, where people I tailgate see, at see. other people's houses and stuff like that. So that is what a tailgate party is. Just a little right. American education. So Yeah, see, <laughs> I'm, I'm married to someone that hates, well, doesn't watch American football, so this makes sense. And it also makes sense as to why they were eating burgers and fries and whatnot. Yes, at the, absolutely. At the okay. that's, a, that's a very American okay. thing. So before yes. we really get into it, here is a little summary yes. of what happened in yes. this episode. Uh, so the siblings host a pre-election tailgate party at Shiv and Tom's. Roman tries to negotiate Connor's election exit on behalf of Menken. Kendall extracts a bomb about Matson, And Shiv and Tom finally have it out. Those are just so, a few of the things that happen in this very eventful party. I just want to have like a general observation mm-hmm. about this episode particularly. Mm-hmm. It feels like someone hit 1.5 speed. Yeah. So much, right? it just kept coming, and it was, it felt yeah. like a very, it was like a girthy episode. There was some length to it. It was, it was long and thick and hard. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was, um, I, I definitely felt like the amount of gameplay that was happening kind of had my head spinning a little bit. Like, I know that that's just something that happens with this TV show, just in general, but from scene to scene, it felt like, I don't know. It, it kind of felt like if this wasn't the last season, maybe whatever happened in this episode could have been stretched out to like 1.5 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was really, really fascinating. All right. Wh- what do you want to get into first? Yeah. I mean, I'll just say this going off of uh, what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that they had already delivered us so much and then they hit us with yeah. Tom and Shiv. And I was like, holy shit, now we're getting into it. Which, I know. you know, is bound to happen at some point, but it really felt like a, just a cherry on top to have it in this episode. I know, especially because given how it ended last episode and the episode before that, mm-hmm. where it kind of felt like, oh, they've got a new strategy going on for themselves. And maybe yeah. this is what they settle into. Like they settle into just like, ha ha, he he. Yeah, we're both like a little mutually bit. like terrible people, but we're going right. to have some gleeful fun. Um, yeah, but that we, was... li- we like the ugly in each other. Yeah, and then... but that's just like a papering over of all the old pain all the old resentment all the everything that yeah. is still at the core of the relationship that's that's yeah. i guess that i mean that's the the tough truth right like that is the core yeah. and so you can't really escape from that what i did think was interesting was though this is gonna sound very toxic of me to say this but the <laughs> fact that they finally ended up having this like argument that was explosive, essentially. Mm-hmm. And you could say is like the nail in the coffin for their relationship. It did make me feel like, oh, maybe they've reached the next level of this relationship, which is some somewhere where they've never gone before. Like some we've like had radical Tom, honesty. 
Yeah, like we've had Tom be vulnerable. We've yeah. seen that yeah. in him and we've seen it on his face and we've seen obviously Shiv papering over it or trying to move on <clears throat> and then for him to like not challenge her on it and then for him to challenge her and for them to challenge each other and actually demand answers and like quote unquote basically like have it out and get into it as they say mm-hmm. i don't know it's kind of good i think it's like growth for them like if they ever <laughs> stay together i guess i, I could <laughs> see that i will say like i think the thing that will stop them from ever you know truly fully realizing the relationship is is the fact that shiv cannot take it from tom she yeah. cannot take she couldn't take the scorpion. She yep. can't accept this kind of like boldness from Tom. Like even when, you know, we thought, "Oh, she actually does like you. She likes when he bites back." But yeah. only in the manner that pleases her at the time. And so we see here yeah. an example of what it looks like when it does not please her and it really yeah. fucking rankles her and she goes back to their old dynamic of like, "Let me put this guy down every moment I can." She ultimately doesn't respect the guy. Yes. You you know, like, if you don't respect your partner, then there's really no way you can go. I mean, I'm saying all of this because I've been watching the latest season of, like, couples therapy concurrent to, like, obviously this. And there's a lot of that as well that is asked of in the room by, you know, Dr. Orna, which is basically, like, just say how you feel. Like, you can't go get anywhere without being honest. But, like, ultimately, yeah, there's no respect. And there's also, I think there's a, a sense of like righteousness that tom tom thinks he has mm-hmm. which is un- like i found it really ridiculous that he was like i did you know it's because i love you and she's like bullshit and i was like yeah bullshit like i don't <laughs> i don't i don't think he really loves her like that um in the way that he thinks that he's like morally superior to her like he might care for her more than he than she cares for him or mm-hmm. he might respect her certainly i think he definitely respects her in a certain way um that she doesn't with him but like ultimately i don't think it's like love like i think that's something else i think it's fear actually mm-hmm. um so i find i find this just fascinating like i was so excited by it and yeah. it's funny how like so much happened in this episode but this is our takeaway and it's because yeah. the performances were so good like outstanding i mean oh it was really God. just like the you know, I don't know, like a, a fencing match. You see the yeah, the, the cut this way, the parry that way, like back and forth, back and forth. And it just kept yeah. escalating. Like it, it went on for quite a while. And that was sort of yeah. masterful in the writing yeah. and, the, and the delivery as well. Yeah. And like in the behind the scenes uh, thing that happens um, after each episode, they established that these two characters had never had a screaming, screaming match like this before. Mm-hmm. Um and so they both kind of approach like it from a new angle. It's like looking at the same object that you've looked at for the last, like, what, four or five years that these actors have looked at and then realizing that they haven't examined this one particular side, which is, which is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> the part, the part where Tom, uh, does the like sleepy hands to the face thing and like, I'm going to go to bed. Like, I, <laughs> I need to, I need to go sleep. I was like, that's so fucking real. Oh my god, I've done that so many times. Yeah, I respect it, man. Sometimes you just need to you just need everyone to get the fuck out and go home yeah, and get to you bed. Feel man. That. Yeah. yeah. Alright, let's let's move on to other things happening at this yeah, point. What do you want to talk to yeah. talk about next? Let's talk about Madsen. Yeah. I really like how they are just revealing more and more how I know how basically he is an Elon Musk type. Like when we got yeah. to the Ebba's like just tone of complete like disbelief like condescension she was like he's not even a real coder and that is actually like the biggest sin of being like a boy genius like uh classic yeah yeah and he's like an amalgamation of i think like i think elon musk is the most like 
at this time Obvious, present. But yeah. Yeah, like one of my friends that used to work at WeWork uh, noticed, you know when he, in in last mm. episode, when he walks barefoot from jet to jet? Um, yeah. He goes from his Is jet that an Adam whatever thing? That, yeah, dude, that's it. I think he used to walk barefoot, like, <laughs> just a lot. I mean, that was um, a perfect detail when, when that happened. It's so good. Back. It's so good. It's so good. But no, I mean, you know, shout out to Alex Skarsgård again. Like we've sung his praises, but he's so good at playing like the the sliminess, yeah, um, and and the the almost like pathetic, but then kind of scary, and then for that to kind of flip on a coin, yeah. It it's really like it's cool how he how a major role he has, yeah, grown into here because right, honestly, yeah. like this is obviously a show about the Roys and and people in their orbit but he is taking a, a huge you know line share of it in this season specifically and I wouldn't even guess previous you know in the previous season that he would have grown to become this Same. big yeah. on the screen here well because because previous season it was like a bunch of like There's known so much names stuff. known yeah. actors yeah like there, there were so many characters that came in and out and like gave these incredibly famous actors like just the the cute little five minutes um and we all enjoyed it we just didn't realize that like he would be the one like he would be the wonderkin that would yeah. that would kind of like everything is kind of hanging on what happens with him um what do you think of like the inflated numbers thing like with with india do you do you, do you think that that's gonna fuck him for all because it seems like he is downplaying it in a way that feels incredibly worrisome right i mean i think in like real business terms yeah that probably is a huge killer for essentially like a deal like this to happen and that coupled with the forthcoming wall street journal or whatever investigation about the various sexual misconduct stuff i imagine that i mean i don't know if it's quite enough to see the reverse viking that kendall is hoping for but it definitely Mm. seems like it's being set up to be a lot and we should talk about kendall right now like he is yeah dude he came out well like he is the one who emerged uh once again near the top of the siblings of this episode yeah by the skin of his teeth man yeah every time and it's funny because it started off with that scene with him and rava where they're discussing something that has happened to I their know. daughter who we haven't seen since last season. Yeah, it was a great reminder that he still does have a family. He's just neglecting them. It, yeah, because he is... I mean, again, I think it's tough because with these episodes, it feels like a lot of time has passed, but technically in the universe of this the world in the season, like a week, or, 10 days, yeah. right. Yeah, like it's really not that much time. Like they're talking about a funeral, which still hasn't happened yet. So it's fascinating because... The way that he reacts to that is, like, I literally flipped the screen off at the end of that scene because I was so annoyed by him. Like, he's such a fucking prick. And he comes at it with such a, like, moral high ground and he just doesn't have it. Like, he doesn't have it. And in Rava's disgust, like, I was disgusted. She's had it with him. She's so over it with him. I feel so bad that that's her husband. <laughs> or ex-husband, sorry. Ex-husband. Oh, She's my God. Free like. Now. Oh my gosh, she really is. Um, and then like it moved on to, it moved on to him trying to get Nate to, yeah, to play this like was, angle. It was really yeah. nice to see Ashley Zuckerman pop back up on the I know. screen. Hot boy, again. hot boy. Yeah, I know. I've missed him. Yeah. yeah, he was, he was a great character when he was mm-hmm. on in earlier seasons. And yeah, it's nice yeah. to get a callback. It is nice to rem- be reminded also that 
he has a pre-existing friendship with Kendall. Like, he wasn't yeah. just Shiv's former, you know, flame. Like, he and Kendall actually were bros. And then, like, their conversation felt very sobering. Again, like, whenever there is someone with a decent head on their shoulders that talks to any one of these kids and gives them a line that sobers them up a little bit, it's so juicy and delicious, and I love it every time. So when Nate was like, hey, I'm not Gil, you're not Logan. You're not here to, yeah. And we we should be thankful for that. Yeah. 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 And he's absolutely right. And unfortunately, those words crushed Kendall. (laughs) Like, like, what do you mean I'm not Logan? Like, of course I'm Logan. I have to be better than Logan. And there's like, the way that he's pitching this like reverse Viking thing is, is truly like just transparent in terms of he just wants to surpass his dad. He just wants to take a shit on his dad's grave and prove a point to him. And also seek his approval from beyond the grave at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. I don't know. He's a, he's such a slimy little git, and I, <laughs> you know, we forget it sometimes because we feel bad, and he's like gone through it, and mentally he's not, you know, not done well over the yeah. past seasons. But ultimately, he is just really, really pathetic, and. Yeah. He did come out on top, but like again, like at what cost? At like, what cost? That is yeah. going to be sort of the ultimate question, I think, for the yeah. series as a whole. Yeah. So yeah. we can get into that a little more later um, mm-hmm. in one of our recurring bits. But yes. speaking of characters who we need a re- occasional reminder of that they are actually like discussing signing little gits, Roman. Roman yeah. did not have a good a good party. <laughs> Dude, it's it, they're ramping up with this like Menken shit and yeah. He, I mean, he's just unraveling, isn't he? Like, it's, I I think the progression and pacing is really well done with him. Yeah, he's been shown to, like, he's not, he does not do well with, with pressure, with these, um, situations, being placed in situations where he's uncomfortable. He makes snap decisions. He's impulsive. He gets cranky. He is just unbelievably, um, rude and, like, often cruel. And it's, it's not a great combination. I think, I mean, I thought it was hilarious, the storyline they gave him here, where he has to go run around being the middleman between Connor and Menken at first. I thought it was like, yeah. a terrific, uh, just little task for him, and just one of yeah. the highlights of this episode, I think. But I then know. Jerry, like, it was nice to finally get that, like, Closure. final fuck you from Jerry. Yeah. yeah. The way that, the way that J. Smith Car- Cameron, like, like chuckles or snorts rather when she's mm-hmm. like you could you know th- we could have done this like I yeah i could have gotten you ma- there oh she's so good do you she's believe so her good. do you think jerry could have gotten in 100%, there 100 percent, 100 because she gives him uh, which is what he needs she gives him legitimacy and i think he he needs a parent figure to again like he needs yes. someone to walk him like the dog that he is essentially and like yes. if she was she was if she was holding the leash he would have definitely have gotten there um yeah. with or he without needed, his dad you he know needed a another pseudo parent sexual mother yeah. figure yeah exactly yeah and i i don't know like i think i think what's happened is kendall has probably seen how much his brother has been flustering through it and fumbling yeah. through it and it's why he essentially cut both of them off yes yeah. yes yeah yeah, so, fascinating. Now, getting more into Connor and Willa, um, again, I just yeah. want to, like, shout out the <laughs> healthiest, like, steadiest couple. Some, it really is, like, between this and the pre- a previous episode, like, Willa being like, you know, don't let them bully you, Connor. <laughs> like, that. it's just, yeah. you know, despite their origins, despite their 
weird, like, transactional, like, basis of their relationship. It is nice and, like, really heartwarming to see this kind of uh, support for each other, nevertheless. Yeah, yeah. It's really and Willa Willa is like a, a gem, truly. She's she's truly amazing. I two things: the fact that this started off transactional is why it's so strong because yes. it is it's very exact, clear. Everything's laid out. Yeah, yes. everything is laid out. The power dy- dynamics are very very clear. And ultimately, even though <laughs> I lo- the thing I love about Willa is that she's doing this under the guise of like I'm supporting my man. I don't think he should drop out. But ultimately, what it comes down to is she doesn't want to move to Oman. She doesn't yeah. want to go. Yeah. Like, I laughed out loud when she was like, is it above ground? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely like, I think for her, it's a step up from Mogadishu. But, um, yeah, like, Oman would have been fine. It's just that she won't have her friends. And there yeah. was a part of me that was like, hun, you don't need to live in Oman. Like, I think he can, I don't even know if he needs to live in Oman. Like, you can definitely yeah. just dick about. But, um yeah, I, I love that when um, when Roman tried to, like, neg him for it, he just got up and was like, I'm going to listen to the one person in this room that respects me. Absolutely, right. dude. Welcome yeah. to the wife guy life. It's the best. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really, it really a, great. It was really a big episode for Conheads, and so I truly, yeah, man. I really appreciate that. He's got that, he's got that little sliver of swing boat. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's, it, I thought it was fascinating that they asked him to drop out of all people, mm-hmm. um, as if that might actually do something, but maybe it will. I guess we'll, you know, we'll find out we'll next, episode. next episode. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Um, should we get yeah. into our weekly recurring bits right now? Let's go. Let's start with, as usual, daddy's best boy. Who was your MVP of the week? I'm going to give it to Ebba. Ooh, yeah. Ebba is, First of all, hot. Uh, number two, um, <laughs> she, she, I feel bad because I think she's stuck between a rock and a hard place, but she does seem to have her wits about her. So I think she's fine. Yeah. Um, I do love that she leaked it, like leaked two really funny pieces of information about her quote unquote, like boss slash the guy that she's essentially got by the balls. But mm. I love that she was the one that leaked the India information. I'm glad that that got out. Um, mm. she's still like on the payroll and no, she will be. Um, so yeah, I think, I think her, I think she's doing great. Good forever. That's a what great, about you? that's a great choice. I guess I would have said, um, honestly, yeah, I think I would say Willa for me this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small dose, but it's every time it's, it's a powerful dose and she's right up there. She's, She's up there. She is like spraying along, all, all feeding all the conheads, and yeah, yeah. So it's it was a great moment for me uh, to watch her and Connor and this. So I'll, I'll give it to her this episode. Air quotes or not, she's still the wife, dude. All right. Next up, uh, the opposite of Daddy's best boy. Who was the disgusting boy this week? <sighs> it's so hard to not say Greg because he's, he's just a, default, a fucking man. dickhead every time. Like that layoff scene. Oh yeah, we didn't even get to that. We didn't even get. I think know, that was too too triggering for yeah, me. I know no, for I'm anyone who has been <laughs> in yeah. remotely adjacent situations like that. Truly, it truly rang rang true. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I you know, think... I'll, I'll I'll give discussing more to Greg anyway. Like it's an it's an easy you're one. You're going to do it for us. Up, okay, I'll, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll. I'll sacrifice my disgusting boy for for us. Greg was nice. disgusting. He is the. Uh, he is the gleeful butcher and HR yes. 
you know, assassin. And there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Done. Um, okay, I will give it to Shiv in that case. Okay. Um, once again, what an idiot. Just, <laughs> it, like, just she keeps hitching her wagon onto the wrong horse I every know. time. The look of realization that, like, the Donnie realization when she realized, I, I mean, that was really, that yeah. was fantastic. Like, great you know expression work yeah her face acting yeah like i think sarah snook's just face in general where she she looks like she's um she's like swallowing back bile (laughs) Mm -hmm. is really really great and that's that was definitely giving it um i i said this to my husband which felt mean but i was like if i was her like after that fucking fight i would figure out a way to get a shmush motion immediately like i don't know why (laughs) I don't know why she's still going ahead with it, truly. That's truly a deep cut. Um, yeah. You know, she may be your disgusting boy, but she's also just... I mean, I mean she she's still continues a woman. to be on an L. She yeah, can, she really does. Like a, a long, long streak for her. But so. it's just... It, but I feel like, and this is going to sound mean, but I feel like her needing to be pregnant is just another way that she is going about the wrong strategy to prove the wrong point to no one in particular. And I feel like the pregnancy thing is probably like to her mom, you know, like it's a point she's trying yeah. to prove to her mom, which and there's no need. Her mom doesn't well. care. Yeah. And now to Tom as well. Exactly. And like Tom doesn't know, let alone care. Like, no, no. Um, again, like when are they going to drop that bomb? I'm so curious. I, I know I was waiting for it. This, this fight. Me too. Probably. I mean, it would have been too easy. I will say if she just like yeah. screamed it out, but um, a little too soapy possibly. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, Shows restraint. Yes. And I guess last one is Succession Watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kendall? Well, I think the easy guess, yeah, the the easy guess is probably Kendall. And Kendall, from the way things are looking, at least from this episode, it it would be Kendall, but it would be, like, at the cost of everything. Yeah. Of course. Um, And that is sort of, that would be kind of like this poetic full circle where... Kendall would ascend and fully become Logan in yeah. using and abusing and discarding his family members and basically yeah. everything at the expense of, yeah. you know, his ambition. I mean, he pulled Frank in, which I thought was smart. So we, we, yeah. we've got that full yeah. circle moment where it's like, you know, it was him and Frank at the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's him and Frank at the end, which I think, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe him. But, you know, I I could see things, things change, really, episode by episode. Yeah. So. It looks that would probably be the most um, a little bit like yeah mythical you know poetic ending, but yeah. you know it's succession. They, they I assume they still have some curveballs potentially. So yeah, yeah. Well, Kendall see. for now. Kendall for not, now. Not locked and loaded. No, absolutely yeah. not. Never. <laughs> um, all right, so that's it from us for succession send off. We will yes. uh, see you guys again next week for next episode. Jenny will be doing a solo thing. I'm proud of her. Yeah. She's going to crush it. It may just be me rambling um, unchecked into a mic. Do it. And if so, I, I apologize. You should you advance. should do it. You should also do me. Uh, you should pretend to be me and do a different voice. Oh, I'll Can roleplay. You, yeah, okay. <laughs> do the British accent. And then... Um, so it'd be like three shades of deranged. Yeah, so. yeah, no. And then you can submit that as your like, actor reel. Great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Um, as always, keep an eye out for our main episode in the feeds as well. And as Pellin said, Succession send off next week. We're still on it. Uh, thank you all for tagging along. Bye.